everything I know I learned from Frank Miller And everything I do I do as fast as flash run quarterback status And then some Damn the new 52 Buying up every issue on DC Not exclusively what I'm into Bastards Comics with the healthy Wolverine classics Soul down below, so anything can go. Hell be exclusively till the past enemy. Save a tooth. And you kill your dad for the second time in hell, man. Tell me that's not badass. Man, tell me that ain't badass. All oh, systems are go on Comic Bastards. Motherfucking podcast. The usual suspects return. I am Kevin. I am Dustin. That was weird. Why'd you say it like that? I don't know. I think you said I am comic bastards. That did, was weird. Did I? Yeah, I think you did. Should we just start this all over, or what do we do from this point? <laughs> I think we just keep going. Yeah, fuck it. You've heard better from worse. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we just keep going. Uh, um, yep. It's a new week. It's a new podcast. Thanks for checking out the old one. I'm sure you did. And thanks, Better have. Thanks. I don't ever threaten these people, Dustin. One million views. Oh, I wish. Yeah, I wish too. That'd be kind of cool. But no. We'll get there one day. Um, website. Looking uh, like a hot little breezy with their new look. <laughs> <laughs> looking like a big pile of sassafras. And uh, you're here. We are. We're going to talk about comics, and uh, we're going to we're going to talk about a hot button issue that we kind of we might make it a thing because it's already happened once before. It's how to fix stuff. It's easy to fix when you're on the outside looking in. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have anything vested or nothing to really do with it except for consuming. Um, so we did it last time with I think Batman. Yep. We spoke about it a little bit on the podcast, and Dustin did a little. A little write up on the website, and uh, that's going to be maybe we'll, maybe we'll keep doing that because uh, one of my buddies asked me uh, after reading the Batman one, what about what else would you fix? He goes, I think you guys should share your opinions on the Red Lanterns, and yeah, and I I totally agreed with him. I'm a little bit behind on them, but um, didn't really want to make it a witch hunt for DC properties. Yeah, but I mean, thinking about it now, there's some other stuff I could probably. I mean, we could dialogue about it for a bit. Yeah, there's a whole lot. Yeah, we don't want to just just keep doing DC. Yeah, and I think if we do do the Red Lanterns, it won't last that long because they, like I said, they haven't really been around long enough to just. They've kind of. I would just kind of just go New Fifty Two and then forward. I really (laughs) wouldn't try to pick them apart in you know the Green Lantern run. Probably just on their own accord in a way. Uh, and maybe we'll think of something else to add onto it because you know that's what we do. We just we just chat. We just sit back, talk talk comic shop, comic chat, right? Or we can talk Wait, about books we read. Dozen read some books. You want to jump into that too? I got some WonderCon hangovers still. I'm going to be talking about those for a while because I like to give them their play and they're they're more interesting. And I got a book that I read that I forgot to mention last week. Um, All right, like, why don't you kick us off because last uh, week I was blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's really, <clears throat> it's a good balance of blah because you read more 
conflicts than I do. So I think when you interject, or at least with the news stories anyway, just try to just try to just try to well-rounded conversation about it. I guess. Yeah. Well, enough of that. Cause that was <laughs> fucking boring me. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, what the hell is it called? Uh, Mark Miller and I think it's Lenny Yu. Oh, super crooks. Super crooks. Suckiest fucking name. You can name anything. I I think the name sucks ass. Bought it, sitting in a pile. I'll get to reading it someday when I care. Read it, and we probably talked about this in the past. I think it was on uh, Superman the Elite. We brought it up how bad guys have that revolving door where you're like, yeah. you're a bad guy. I caught you. Now you're going to the prison. Oh, two weeks later, you're out running amok. Whatever. It's comic books as a whole. This kind of addresses that. Okay. This, it kind of takes that angle where there's these super crooks spoiler terrible um, name yeah I just the name doesn't vibe well with me but I get it whatever it's too on the nose but okay it, yeah. it's it, it's the whole fucking nose actually <laughs> <laughs> um these guys get caught doing their super crook thing uh I th- it's been a while it's been about a week and a half since I read this I think his name's like Liberty or something basically he's this American patriot US patriot Captain America guy that beats the shit out of him like he's pretty he's he's an ass beater and he's fucking always clocked in is what i'm getting at okay and their whole shtick is the bad guys are like oh back in prison he's like well i kept your bunk warm for you and he's like we gotta think of something else because you know where they're gonna fucking break out yeah so what they do is they relocate i think that's spain well spain isn't he's like you ever heard of you know captain spain i haven't let's go down there and run amok and i was like okay Hmm. That's it. That's how the first issue ends. It's so it's just Malar doing another take on wanted classic character though because I mean Superior was just Shazam and now he's doing right. Captain America. But you don't you know you really fall in the bad guys yeah. like the Captain America good guy. He's, he's just in the background. He's just in the background. He's just the catalyst to get them out of Dodge, and then they show up. So. Are they really super villains, or are they just normal guys that get their ass kicked by this guy all the time? Yeah, I don't remember. Hmm. I don't remember them doing anything super, but getting fucking caught over and over. So it's just they, they're they actual real criminals, and instead of just going back to the same routine, they Yeah, I think it's, they're taking their shenanigans to basically where superheroes aren't. I mean, there yeah, could... I gotta say, Kevin, if you're trying to sell me on this book, mm-hmm. you're making me regret my purchase. I didn't even know it came out. I just randomly grabbed it and read it. Because I was like, this looks like that Ultimates book. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. This book, I mean, I remember hearing about it, but this there is were, like... didn't really seem to be any of the usual Millar Miller hype. This was pretty much the easiest way to explain it without... This is just like the meat and potatoes of it. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, but that's what everyone's going to take away. Yeah, I mean, I, some people might read it and go, "Wow, that was a brilliant idea," but I don't know. I don't know. That guy needs something to recharge his battery. Do something new, different. That is, I guess, like heartfelt to him or something he's passionate about. Right. It really seems like he's just trying to do. Like, he's doing new and different stuff, but it's not, like, good. It's just, look, I can be different. Right. And uh, I don't like those books that he does when he does that. I don't know. It didn't really... 
It didn't really do anything for me. I mean, I, I guess I'll give it a little bit before I make a harsh judgment on it. It didn't, like, come out of the gate like, wow, this is awesome. But, well. And I'm surprised it's still with Icon. I could, I guess it, when yeah. you already had to deal with Marvel so to, before you can jump ship to, to do X amount of titles. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe you just busted this out just to get out of that, that contract or whatever. Just be like, here's an idea. We could also be helping Lenny out, too, if Lenny was still had a certain amount of issues he had to do before getting released from his exclusive contract. That's true. Because uh, Marvel and DC are keeping the exclusives to a minimal. They do not care about exclusive creators anymore. wonder why. Cost too much? Cost too much, yeah. I was actually reading, um, I think about a week ago, about C.B. Sabuski. Um, he was apparently talking to, I think, the Toronto star. He works for Marvel, right? Yeah, he works for Marvel. He's their lead uh, creative talent talent scout talent essentially scout, yeah. he's like jb on wwe what the fat guy with a cowboy hat he goes around he finds new talent okay yeah but for marvel right. different fat guy no cowboy hat i get food. it what sure <laughs> <laughs> anyway so he was talking about does he have his own barbecue sauce <laughs> <laughs> he should he should look into that CB the motherfucker promotes enough restaurants he should have his own fucking show with D- does disney he... <laughs> Hey, I'm CB. Won't you follow me around and watch me stuff my face? Hey, I'm CB. You're not going to be able to see my last name, so I'll just go by CB. Oh, did you read my image book about my life growing up? It's pretty boring. Wow. Yeah, just throwing that in there. I always think of that when I think of him because I bought that book and I was so disappointed by it. I, I was like, not only is your life boring, but. Dude, he works for Marvel. How depressing. terrible can it be? It's going to be yeah, pretty it's not fun. bad now, I guess. Okay. Um, but he was talking about how the. with. Like, like the artists like are just ridiculous nowadays that they get paid you know an artist will get paid um, I think it was $500 if I'm not mistaken for a cover just one cover just one cover and they'll turn around and sell the original art for a couple grand and so they're making they're doing their same thing with their pages they're getting paid like 300 bucks per page or you know somewhere in that scale and they're just spending months and months and months on it because they turn around and they sell each page as art for you know four times the value of it and so he's saying it's taken a normal comic book artist eight months to put out an issue and that's why they have to solicit it so far in advance just to get the shit done and i was like horrible business yeah and i was like no wonder you're just cutting out all this fat of all these artists and just going down to you know South America or going across over to France and Spain and just getting guys there that'll work for 150 bucks a page and it can actually put out a monthly book. I'm like, so you're telling me that artists are killing com- monthly comic books because they're trying to sell- turn around and sell them for art? I'm like, pay them more and, and be like, you have to put out this many, like, put it in their contract that Wait, they have to get the book out on time. Pay them more? Pay them more if it ensures that they get the book out on time and they're not just sitting there trying to make profit off of the original well, pages you don't have like a union or anything put it in a clause where they can't sell it like that no can't it, sell it for a, yeah at least a once year. you we own this artwork that's owned by marvel you can't sell it well no because no one will do those contracts anymore they do the work for hire but they still get to own the original work well i'll be like you can own the work but you can't own the character so i catch you selling you know what i mean how about that no, still where you can way. do, you can sell the picture of the fucking well. If you did grass that, you would, the bench. <laughs> you would never get anyone to do any work for your company, though. What happened to South America? Well, they still have the same clause, though. They get to sell the original pages. They still own the original artwork. They well, I put, I put it. I put it. 
a date on that then. I'd be like, yeah, that's what it. I'm saying. Like, you can't do it for at least a year or sell the, the page. And, and then I do it. I want these pages – I want the turnaround in this. You need to hurry it up. Well, and what I don't understand is – Because I see some of that art people... that comes out. It looks like shit. I'm like, yeah. you took you eight months to do this. You blow. Yeah. Like, that was kind of like – I don't know. It shocked me a little bit that, you know, maybe Marvel and DC aren't 100% to <laughs> blame. It, how did it shock you? Like, the sho- it shocked me at I mean, the like turnaround how, like, time. Like how shocked were you? Were you just like I was? I was very shocked did by you, did you how fall long down? I, no, I did you like a <laughs> dick? Uh, I mean, did you like clutch your chest and shit? Yeah, I was, was like, like, oh my god, <laughs> no, I was taken back. Okay, wow. did you have to look around the room to see if anybody else read no, this I didn't. over your shoulder? No, I was the only one there. <laughs> at any rate, yeah, I was. I was a little. I just want to know the levity. Of it. A little surprised. I'm just gonna keep using different, I get it, different words now every time. Um, by just like how long, and that you know, Marvel is aware that this is a fucking problem. But but didn't they create that themselves? They kind of did. But the thing I don't understand is, if you can't put the book out on time, then no one's really gonna give a shit about your issue. And they're not who, like who are these collectors that are buying this shit for comics that do poorly because they don't ship on time. So you're saying like, that it makes no sense. It's like you, the same hand you should be. Hurting yourself to be chopping it the fuck out. off. I'd be yeah. like, you know what? We're it just shows that you know a lot of these artists once they become big, they just they're not hungry for it at all. They just try and get paychecks. And I think if it was unionized, it'd prevent a lot of these problems because they're just trying to make a career. And I get that, and I totally respect that. Just get some. Yeah, they're trying to get there. some money. They don't. They have. They only have a, a shelf life of so long, mm-hmm. but. I just don't get why no one else in the industry can see how not having an entertainment union to this is killing both ends. You're just hurting both sides. You're hurting the creators and you're hurting the, you know, the, the companies that are putting the product out. And they're just always going to go to the younger talent every single time. Well, it's because, excuse me, it's because it's cheaper. Yeah. I mean, it's just like anything. Like, But if it was unionized, it wouldn't matter if it was cheaper because they would all come in at the same rate. Well, yeah, but that's only going to work for so long because that's just like that i mean it's like sports i mean you well, don't know but it, i mean it works for works for movies yeah to a degree but that's just for like below the line people you know what i mean like there may be some above the line like it doesn't work for talent that way george clooney demands a bigger check than you know true true that one guy that i can't think of well, they're obviously gonna have to create different uh levels yeah. and well it's gonna be like a higher well you're gonna have the blockbuster talent that's like me paying you know, Kevin Durant, five bucks to play shoot around when, you know, I'm going to, you know, and I want to pay like this guard that no one's heard of out of Kentucky the same price. Kevin Durant's going to be like, I'm out of here. Screw you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just, there's, uh, there's got to be a better. You're not going to pay Bendis so. the same. You're going to pay this other guy. You know what I no, mean? No, no, of course not. But if everyone came in at the starting, same starting pay and had the same conditions to work with, Maybe That's the, one thing. Maybe the same conditions, but the talent pool is totally different. You're not going to get the I'm same saying, product. I think that you could protect the protect the talent, give them fair pay, and then prevent this problem of them just trying to screw make, the system. Yeah, the system so, that they didn't create. They just brought into it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fix the system. It'll fix. It'll right. Hopefully, fix this problem. I don't know. 
I could be totally off on it, but no, yeah, I don't want to. I'm not choosing. You and know. yeah, I mean, of course, there's always going to be you know loopholes and superstars. You know, and Steve McNiven is going to get paid more than but rookie McJones or Mc, whatever. But fuck right. Yeah, I hate but guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm not saying that they all get paid the same no matter what, but like, it's like when you tell a screenplay, you have to get paid X amount no matter what. I forget the, the amount, but I think it changes know. depending. Yeah, it changes from here to here. That's what I'm saying. It's right. like you have if you have that standard like bottom, line, like, bottom line where everyone's gonna, you know, they can actually live, and if they, you create a character, you get residuals from that character for the rest of your life. Stuff like that, right? Could be put into place to where they wouldn't have to. This real one hundred and one struggle right? so bad where they have to sit here and pour every, you know, small detail into every page so they could try to sell that for the the big bucks. Well, I mean, and if you think about it, they wouldn't be able to sell that shit if they didn't have the hype of yeah. the big machine pushing it. Oh, that's your Spider-Man versus, you know, Captain America. Oh, I totally love that book. Oh, that's the original, you know, yeah. art from it. Oh, yeah, I'll pay blank. You know, any guys don't really have that problem, you know. But they're just trying to sell whatever they can just to get the idea out there. Just be like, hey, here's my book. Yeah, that's why, again, Indie wins protect yourself you always have your shit yeah and you know that you're only gonna have a career as long as you're selling more books more product like um was it pug chasers (laughs) hugly or something yeah so we again there's so much happened at WonderCon. you don't really think about it until it's like the weeks after yeah um yeah so i went back on sunday i went back solo just to kind of pick up books and just chat with people and I went to this table, and I'd seen them on Friday and Saturday. And it was a book called Pugly. It was this pug with no legs. And I was like, well, your book's boring me already. What's this pug fucking doing? He getting kicked like a does football? He, does he fly? I don't know. I didn't, even, I didn't even open it. And on Friday, he had probably like 10 issues sitting there or something. And I was like, all right. That's, you know, that's, that doesn't seem like a lot. But that was all he had on the table. What did I call issues. it? Pug chasers? <laughs> something like that. I don't know. <laughs> like chubby chasers, because <laughs> those dogs are asthmatic, you know, or yeah. the way they're bred, they just have like short stick right out of the right out of the birth canal. <laughs> well, I mean, and I don't know what this and book no is legs. about. But when I showed up on <laughs> Sunday, yeah, when I showed up on Sunday, he had drawn his pug character with no legs right. on the table and said, "Pugly ran out of books." Well, that's, oh, so he defaced the table. So you're telling <laughs> defaced me. the table. I think they put a cover over it. Oh, okay. I'm not sure though. I've seen ones where they just defaced the table. Right. There's no cover on it. Because um, once, you're, once you're an artist, truly deep down, you know, you're just like I don't. Th- there's care. that spark of anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> that could go off at any time. Uh, yeah, that's that was it. He's like, Pugly sold. He's like, books. I'm done. I didn't bring anything else. I didn't bring a banner, a notepad. Or, I guess sell. people were just. So amazed by a quadriplegic pug that he just sold the fuck out and decided, you know what, Sunday? Wait. I'm not coming in to work. Is that the proper term, quadriplegic, when he doesn't... I thought that was when you lose control of those appendages, not lose them completely. (laughs) I thought it was either or. Isn't he just an amputee? All right, fine. No. I mean, I don't know. I... I didn't. I didn't go to. Uh, now we look like assholes. Well, you either know, one I'm of just, us know for sure. I'm just bringing it out there. Maybe we'll. we'll the pug got no legs. The pug got no <laughs> legs. Well, I guess I can't argue that. 
<laughs> I, I mean, don't know. would he just like he'll just defecate on himself? Wouldn't he just piss? He would just. <laughs> I don't know. I want to read it now because I'm just like it will never be as good as what we're building. <laughs> no, it won't. He'll probably have like he laser needs guns to write and it shit now because we would. <laughs> One whole issue: the pug just pees himself, and I was like, oh, what? Who didn't pick up Pugly? And then what? he just. Who just let him pee on the couch? And then, and then the family just yells at each other. Like the whole a turtle time. And dies. See, mine would be real, my issue if I'm doing Pugly. It'd be real heartfelt and shit. It'd be real gritty. Like it'd be like a fucking notebook or something. Like just you would care about this pug, and he just fucking notebook's gritty. I don't know. I never saw it. I never saw it either. I don't think it was gritty. Uh, wasn't there landmines in it? It doesn't matter. I don't fucking know. Anyway, it's gonna pull on your heartstrings. <laughs> All right. And then it's gonna hit you with like the House of Sandifog kind of shit. And then it's going to come around for the pianist. Who's buying this? It's, you're not gonna, the dog is going to sit in front of a piano, ghost playing. He uses his you mind. Here and he's like, he can't play. The Nazis will find him. <laughs> what? He, he uses, uses his, see the pianist. He, well, he rolls over the keys or uses his mind. Like he just you know works up enough energy like you're rooting for him like get on those keys you bastard. Roland Polanski is gonna hear this. He's gonna put down his paper. He's not allowed in this country. <laughs> For he's gonna be like someone get me the iPod. He's like we're remaking it, going again. Don't get me that Brody fellow. No one watched that apparently. Roman, I don't understand your notes. I mean, thank you for having me on the movie, but um, you don't want the pug to roll on the keys. No, That's my I movie, don't. dude. That's what I wrote. If you don't want any part... He's like, we see, there's Nazis downstairs. And if right. they hear the piano, okay. they will come up and kill him. Let me guess. He the, wants to make it through the war. The Nazis are the bad guys? Of course. Who, who wrote this? Oh, I did? <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> That's it. Pugly issue to two. <laughs> don't go buying that shit waiting to see that. I hope he hears this and he just sends us the book. He's like, here, you fucking dicks. <laughs> Read this. Because it's really scary how close like, you were. I get it. Don't draw on tables. Fine. <laughs> I won't do it next time. Well. Yeah, I just I thought that was easy. I'm out of books. Bye. Peace out. Pug will be back with more adventures. A romp and a half. He wrote all that on the table. No. Oh, I was like, Jesus, man. He's just like, Pugly's out of books. It might have had its website. I don't know, because I was just so <laughs> shocked like, and appalled. shocked that someone drew a giant pug with no legs on a table and was just like, I got, ain't got no books. Does it look like a burrito with a head? Kind of. I see that. I can see it. it kind of like a lima bean with a pug head. I don't know. I'd say you... it's closer to that. Mm. Was he wrapped up in a blanket? No. Like a pug in a blanket? No. Huh. Was it a black and white book, you think? Yep. Yeah. I can see that. Color probably cost extra. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What color should we make pugly? What do you mean what color? Orange. You, call, you color him a color of a pug. Orange. That's why there's no color, because you keep orange yelling orange. Fucking, I don't even know who you are. Get out of here. Just a man with an opinion. <laughs> well, I didn't read that book, but I read some other stuff from WonderCon. <laughs> pugly. What else did you read from WonderCon? <laughs> um, I'm wondering where to start. Start with the good stuff. And leave all the shitty stuff so everyone's will, like, ugh. Well, I didn't read anything bad, but just trying to think what's going to not take us off of this laugh Doesn't matter. Laugh track. Just, dude, spit it out. I mean, all right, I read a close Birth thing. of Venus, what? number one. Like the planet? No. The god? Kind of. No, it's just called Birth of Venus. Just, you know, let me take you there. So I had a uh, pregnant superhero mm. on, the, on the cover. 
See, that's the response I would assume most people would give the book. Um, if I boil it down, it starts off with just, like, we have a Superman. Okay. We have a Lois Lane character. Of course. Okay. They're very different personalities, though. It's not like your Boy Scout Superman. Like, this Superman right. is very just, like, he's I show dick. up when shit happens, right. and that's it. He's not proactive <laughs> at all. Because this guy in this giant, like, mech suit that reminded me of, like, Big O, the cartoon... Mm-hmm. Fucking shows up, just fucking starts Gatling gun motherfuckers <laughs> at the train station. I was like, whoa, whoa. they're dead. Your train's gonna be late. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, so this guy, the Superman guy, is named the Guardian. I hate the name. Sucks already. Yeah, I hate that. But he shows up, fucking bust up the robot. Some crazy old man with a long white beard gets out a rocket and he's just like, ah! flies away. Wait, was he in the robot? He was in the robot. Oh, he was the guy okay. shooting the fuck out of everyone. Well, you said Big O, so I pictured basically Bruce Wayne inside there. And then. Oh, no. Yeah, sorry. No. Okay, that's okay. Big O villain. Oh, okay. Something. Yeah. But, um, so what the story's about is it's following these two twins, sisters. One's the Lois Lane type character. Mm-hmm. The other one just got, like, hasn't wasn't fully revealed in the first issue, but I think either her fiancé just died or they just broke up or something, or husband, I should say. And so she's here visiting her sister, getting back on her feet in the new city and whatnot. And, uh, you know, this whole event happens because she's at the train station when it gets attacked. And so she's like, oh, holy fucking hell. And her sister's breaking this big story on this uh, this crime syndicate that, like, yeah, it's a little bit, um, I want to say, like, Ninja Turtles, where it's, like, the, the first movie mm-hmm. where... You know, April knows about the Foot Clan, but no one else knows about the Foot Clan. Right. They're not really acknowledging it. And she's right. like, but I got some evidence and shit like that. So it's a little like that. And they get dressed up for this, uh, this superhero, like, gala event. And gala? Gala. Fuck me. Um, gala event. <laughs> and then Aaron woke up for that one. What she the was hell like, is a gala? <laughs> I don't know. Gallas are for assholes. I, I thought about it too much in my head, and it was just like, I'm going to say the wrong word now. At any rate, so the uh, the Lois Lane sister, she runs off to go cover part of the story because she gets a big right. break in it, and it leaves the other sister alone. And the essentially the villain gets that the other the chicks... No. No. Too soon? No. Yeah. No, never no. happened. Uh, so the villain shows up. And actually, he does rape the the chick, but it's not the it's not the guardian. Shit, I was close. So, and then uh, he impregnates her, of course. And but because of the pregnancy, it gives her superpowers so she can protect the pregnancy. What? Yeah. Huh. Okay. So the old this is the old rocket dude. No, 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 no. This oh. diff- sorry, different villain. The one that's being investigated by the the sister, mm, Foot Clan guy. Yeah. So he's just like no protection. And the radiation didn't make me sterile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess. And so she's a prego? Yeah, she's a pregnant superhero. But, so. so now she's a superhero. Yeah, well, it, this is kind of like her origin. She doesn't like go out and start fighting crime. She actually gets the shit kicked out of her. She's in the hospital for most of the issue. <laughs> is this a graphic book? Is this kind of like edgy? Or you just... Um, it's more of they just kind of talk about it. They don't show her being raped or anything like that like they handle it very tastefully they just they really just mentioned that at the hospital and you're like oh yeah like i was like oh fuck i did not take that Mm. from that previous scene right um i mean it was pretty well written there was only a couple scenes that were in the hospital actually that Mm -hmm. i was like what the fuck is going on here like the 
a detective shows up, and from the conversation, you understand that he is the Lois Lane twin sister's ex-husband. And he hasn't seen her since, like, the divorce went through because she, mm. he's like, last time I saw her, she threw me out of my fucking ass. And you're like, oh, well, tough, tough breaks. Okay. But he's talking to the doctor. Like, he knows the doctor for all of his life and stuff. And everyone's kind of talking to the doctor like they know him, but they never established who the fuck the doctor is to everyone. Like, do they know him or is he just the fucking doctor? Right. Um, and then there's one scene, the, you know, the the exes are talking to each other in the hall and they kick the doctor out and he just, like, disappears from the panel. <laughs> He's just like gone in the next panel. Go give me and a I was Pepsi, like, Teddy. Because she was like, "Get the! I want a second opinion. Get the fuck out of here!" And he just looked. Who's just gone? Who speaks to doctors like that? Like, she was very upset. I mean, but so, still, like, just found out her sister's pregnant. If I was a doctor, if somebody told me to, I'd be like, "I don't go to your job. Tell you to get the fuck." That's out. what I'm saying. This doctor's very weird. It was almost like they knew him. Almost like, and he was just like, "All right, fine. I understand you're a little flustered. So basically, I'll see you on Friday." His part was to play the role of the doctor, and he had no idea yeah. how to play a doctor. <laughs> he was like, "Everybody's going to spit that's the dialogue kind of, at you." That's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. You just leave. So, I mean, leave. that was the only part that was just like, doesn't. Yeah, I was like, "This isn't. This didn't play out as well as you kind of hoped it would." Um, but it was. It was still pretty interesting. It was just. Because at first you're like, oh, is this the Superman, Lois Lane take with a twin? And then it was like, oh, you totally went like a way darker path with this. And right. So yeah, it was interesting. I liked it a lot, actually. So, The Birth of Venus? It is, yeah, Birth of Venus. And uh, they have a website, birthofvenus.com. They can check cool. it out. They have the first two issues out. Um, and this is, uh, last week I I gave you the, cre- the creators inadvertently thinking it was for... Yeah, the mustache ride. I think and no one's ever really going to realize you fuck up until you constantly... I know, I constantly... I, well, I had to Remember when go I back up. on it. Anyway, so it's uh, written by Andrew Makashima and then drawn by uh, Matthew J.L.D. Rice uh, with color by uh, Rory Walsh. And the coloring was really good on the book. Nice. Really. So he did a good job. And that's, why, that's what triggered that I was totally fucking up last week. I was like, wait a minute, no, this colorist was good. Mm. So, uh, that was one book I read, and then another kind of a darker book I read was the, it's called The 36, and I had kind of seen this one, I think, at another con, I think at the one of the LA ones that I went to, uh-huh. and it's basically, um, in a time of crisis, the, there will be 36 people that saved the planet. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Namco first-person shooter video game Time Crisis with the pedal. What? What? Time of crisis? Oh, I time. see where you You said going. time of crisis? That's weird. In a time of crisis. I, mean, I have headphones on. I just heard time crisis. Maybe because I wanted to. <laughs> I think you did. Because that game rips. I was, maybe I thought, oh, shit, they made a comic book about that? The story was really incoherent at the game. But that's <laughs> yeah, cool. it was. But whatever, I got to shoot bitches and duck out of the way. That was rad. That was pretty cool. But So now, color me disappoint because that is not what this is about. (laughs) No, it's not. Well, you know what? This has a lot to do to blow my mind because I'm thinking time crisis the whole time. Maybe I should come back to it. No, do it. Let's see if it has what it takes. Well, I'll just kind of will the time of crisis. Um, And I put a review up on the site that you guys can track down as well. Uh, The basic plot point is the uh, someone is trying to track down and kill the 36 and then this one guy's job is to protect the other 35 like that's his power and that's his responsibility is to make sure that they survive like regardless mm. of 
his own, you know, personal life and anything like that. Right. And so um, someone had sent a golem, which is like a dead art form, to kill this woman. And he thinks that she's one of the 35. But he doesn't, you know, it's kind of like you discover it when she figures out she has powers. And so he's kind of protecting her. And that's the that's kind of the journey is it's just like these really kind of... So they have powers? Fun, yeah, but they're all different, and they haven't been revealed yet. That's right. kind of the, the cool part of it, mm. is that, you know, he's kind of the only one with powers right now, and he's just got to track down these other 35. Okay. You know? And he's trying to figure out who's after this chick, and she ends up getting kidnapped um, by the golem when he has to, like, save his brother. Because... <sighs> just read the review for that part if you want to know. Is it a spoiler? That. No, no, but I just don't want to like over-explain the, the book and stuff. But it's just oh, it, I found it just very interesting the whole concept of the thirty-six and just this guy's role of that he's not he's not the hero. He's just there to kind of make sure that they, he's almost they the survive. shepherd. Exactly. Right. I yeah. get it. So, um, it, was, it was interesting. I liked it. Did uh, I mean, it sounded interesting until you said that they had powers. Like if they were just normal people, they just had to play off each other to set these events in motion i could be speculating that they have powers that's oh. kind of what they allude to is that oh, they're going to have some sort of powers to save us but they haven't really said like you know you're going to be able to fly or they haven't said right, what right. the powers are yet so well it sounds uh, the premise sounds interesting hopefully like i know sometimes like i don't know that this is probably out of line because i still haven't read it myself but I mean, you try to shoehorn powers in on everything like you can it's okay to do a comic that doesn't have powers. I don't need yeah. it. I'm not like this book sucks cuz it didn't have powers. You know what I mean? And it doesn't have to be this understandable. Indie, you know, fucking soapbox, you know, life growing up rough comic either. It can just still be a cool interesting idea that just has like this over the top I don't know story. Cuz like if they don't have who knows? This is total bullshit speak now. <laughs> total speculation. <laughs> but if they don't have powers, I think that's cooler. Like, it's going to be, yeah. you know, more interesting to read. How are you going to keep this interesting while well, these guys don't have powers? I'm sure one guy does. Maybe his power's a gun. You know? <laughs> you know that's, the that's, power of gun. Yeah. The power of gun. Smart. Lock and load yeah. it. The power of Smith & Wesson. What are you going to do? You're going to get shot. I don't know. But Your power's a little violent. Did you get it at WonderCon? Yeah, I did. Um, did you get it from the people themselves, or was it just at a shop? Or No, I got it from the people themselves. Uh, the writer, Christopher White, actually talked to him, kind of touched base with him. Oh, cool. And uh, the artist is named George Zapata, and then uh, you can pick that up at the 36.net. Cool. 36 the number. Don't spell it out. Right. I made that mistake. You're and you get to one of those, like, buy this domain. It's really lame. How do you know it's lame? I mean, because it's got those fake stupid ads. And, well, that's not going to oh, be there when you get door it. sightings. And oh, you're just pulling from my Google searches. Yeah, I don't search for door sightings. Oh. What the hell is a door sighting, anyways? Yeah, um, I want to check it out. It sounds interesting. You've done your job selling me on the book, but All then right. I'm probably just going to read it, thinking, why? Why isn't there a time crisis comic book? <laughs> I don't see anyone using a pedal and ducking on this. What Mm-mm. the fuck? I mean, do you just got like? Shooting, ducking. <laughs> I mean, this 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 comic writes itself. You always have to wait for the red guys. You reload. Know the red guys are going to reload you up. 
Reload. Shoot off the screen, stupid. God. You're, like, you're not doing it right. You have to duck. The, no, if you're a pro, you just put your hand in front of it. Well, you got to remember, you have to reload the pedal in Time Crisis. The other shooters, you just cover your hand because it's a light gun. But Time Crisis, you had to duck back so it would reload. So it was a little, little strategy there. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a Time Crisis 2 guy. I like that one better. Well, no. The, all the Time Crisis had the pedal. That was their thing. I think the yeah, Time, Time Crisis 3 and stuff had like the machine guns. They got away with that. You know, single fire pistol shit. There's like, you, yeah, you, you need a machine gun. Weapons. Shit got real. Yeah. These terrorists ain't fucking around. Oh, they don't have time for your fucking nine millimeter. <laughs> what are you fucking Beretta? You gonna no, shoot and, all these? But guys? in the second one, you could just you could just hand. I don't, maybe it. you played a broken one. What did no, you, you totally could. I don't think so. Someone yeah, you totally can. I think all time crisis were pedals. I've done it. That was their shtick. No, because you could just you didn't have to. You didn't have to release the well, That was like House reload. of the Dead. You just like shoot down. Just shoot the ground. As long as it didn't click on the screen, the light, that yeah, you're Yeah, that's Time Crisis 2 is the same way, but you could just do your hand instead you know, of shooting someone, the screen. Someone chime in. Caller, you're on the line. What do you got? Dustin's completely wrong. Thank you, caller. No, fuck what that. <laughs> Jason will decide this. He'll know. He'll know. Well, he'll, he'll chime in. He's playing like Street Fighter versus... Or, um, Street Tech Fighter and Tag. No. Tekken. Oh. Tekken, Tekken Tag 2 is what's hot right mm-hmm. now over there. Nice. Um, Street Fighter at Cross Tekken. That shit. That's consoles They're only. They're like old. Yeah, I don't think it even came out in the arcades over there. Oh, that's weird. I think they would, that would be a good arcade. Tekken maybe, Tag. Maybe they couldn't agree on some uh, technology license or some shit over there. I know. I think the first one's going to be the Street Fighter engine, and the second one's the Tekken engine or something. That's, <sighs> that's what weird. I heard. No, at any rate. At any rate. Time Crisis. Time cri- I think they did make a Time Crisis comic book. It was not. You think? I think I want to say yes, and I think it was made by like Wildstorm. It's probably put shit. out like by Sam Goody or something. <laughs> something Maybe in conjunction with Sam Goody. <laughs> yeah, it just has a that shoot. that'll decide the argument for us. No, look, see, he didn't take his foot off the fucking pedal. He was able to shoot. Go to hell. Shows him out of Sam Goody. Twenty dollars for a CD. Fuck it. This is why you're not here anymore. I can't wait till you go out of business. Let's shoot this place up. <laughs> but it actually, it's called Time in Crisis, right? Crisis on Time? No, that was just my, like... What the f- it's what is called it? the 36. Is it? Yeah. What did you say Time Crisis for? <laughs> I was saying in a time of crisis, 36 people, and you just, like... I heard Time Crisis, and I was ready man, to talk had, about that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Note to self, don't use that as a selling point on a comic well, book. For it'll only work once. Yeah. And it's, uh... What's the book called so no one gets confused? Because they're going to be looking up time crisis and shit. <laughs> they're going to be like, fuck, how many more times to say it? The 36. Just, well, this is for the benefit of them. <laughs> Go just, to the numbers36.net. Don't, don't you speak down to them. I'm <laughs> this is for you. No. Because you know what? No. <laughs> fuck. Anyways. So, um, the review's on the site. You can read the review as well. Is there any chance you can get it digitally? Do you know? Yeah, actually, you can get the first three issues on comic or not comicology. Sorry, fuck, graphically. Same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not complete. Comic- comicology doesn't have as many independently produced uh, digital comics. So. Maybe they'll get on that. And uh, I mean, they're hoping that the interest in the first issue picks up so that they can do print for the second and third mm-hmm. issue. Um, because it's uh, I got that. I call it like the ultimate stock. You know, like how they used to make ultimate books. Yeah, yeah. It's got that kind of stock. I really like that. I was like, oh. Real nice, clean, and good glossy. Com- and- yeah. Like yeah. The, the good cover that doesn't get fucked up just when you pick it up. And you're just like, yeah. oh, well, you're fucked. Your thumbprint's already burned a hole in it. <laughs> yeah, you're just, just like, from the really? oils in your hand. Shit. You're just like, damn, man. You're- so. What the hell is this? 
Cool. Um, was there anything else? That yeah, you... I got one more I'll bore you all with. For, wow. I think we're all kind of enjoying <laughs> it. It is. Because someone had an extra day. Unstoppable tough girl. Un- unstoppable? T-U-F-F. Ooh. Spelled wrong. Yeah. Well, girl. How's that spelled? With a C? What the... a, a G-I-R-L. I okay. Yeah. Cool. Got that down. What's um, that about? Is it a wrestling book? No, it's... It's a fighter book? So it's really weird, uh, and I need to be excused for a moment while I look for it. Uh, it's gone. I fucking had a piece of paper that is not here. Okay. Um, maybe it's under... It is. There it is. It. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. So it is by Brian Mon. I want to look at this card, too. You look at that card. And essentially... I can't pick it up. He draws for Cartoon Network. Cool. Like, he's one of, you know, he's kind of, he's not a showrunner or anything, but he does the animation. He'll be on the show. And he's worked on a ton of shit. And uh, the writer, uh, no disrespect, Meryl Haggins. shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just complete. I mean, he's worked. But, uh, no, I, he was worked on Samurai Jack and some other stuff like that. And, um, Oh, uh, Powerpuff Girls. You know, a lot of, like, the staples in the Cartoon Network programming. And the writer, Merrill Hagen, he also, he, he you know, writes on the shows and mm-hmm. stuff, and that's how they met each other. And so I was talking to him a little bit, and uh, because it took forever to buy the issue, so I was like, I can get Was the register with Jammed or something? No, they were like, <laughs> I was kind of just standing there. I was like, um, so can I get that? Can and they were that? like... Yeah, uh, you know, they were like, I don't know if I just caught him in the middle of doing something or what, but um, he was like, yeah, we just kind of do this for fun. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I wish I could just make comic books for fun because my day job is already awesome. He's like, is it necessary? What's your day job? like, fuck you. Give me a comic book. Fucking comic book. Sign it. Everyone just sign it. I don't care. Did they all sign it? Yeah, they did all sign it. There's no certificate of office. Stay tough. Like, Did he spell it like that? I think he asked my name, but then I didn't hear him because he was kind of talking behind. Like, his head was turning. He was behind his display. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And he was like, uh, do you want it signed? And I was like, yeah, that's, yeah, I said that. And I was like, all right, I don't know what's happening now. <laughs> it was so weird. I was just like, what just happened? It's like you're trying to order at Arby's. You just <laughs> yeah. can't get that. <laughs> like, no, I want curly fries. Curly fries. It's the only thing good you have. Not ah, fucking. Well, sir, I can debate you hours for that's the only thing. Did you want this signed? <laughs> like what? Um, and she's just like this teenage superhero, and but the book is kind of—I mean, it's very kid friendly. It's all all in black and white, and it reminds me of um, I don't know, just comic books when I was reading as a kid. Mm-hmm. More of like a, a '90s type of uh, innocence to yeah. it, and uh, like Marvel's '90 innocence. Now I'm not talking about like when it shit got dark <laughs> and stuff like that um people started dying and drugs and it opens up she's in this like dry cleaners in vegas stopping this robbery because it's like a huge dry cleaner and then and it's just being used as a diversion this lizard guy shows up and she rips his arm off and she's like it. she's like i did my research on you i know this will grow back and he rips or she rips his arm off and he just starts screaming in pain. He's just like, yeah, it grows back, but it fucking hurts. And he's just like all the floor. She's like, oh, God. He says that and part? he's bleeding everywhere. Now, I think they you know, pump oh, it out. Oh, yeah. 
uh, he's bleeding everywhere. The dry cleaner people are like, why did you do this? Like, the wife's like, what did you do? There's blood everywhere. And the guy's like, no, you're my hero. It's okay. We'll clean up. Like, he totally just gives her a free... He says, nah, it's all right. Bleach that out. He's not dead. Like, he passed out from the pain. <laughs> he's just, like, bleeding on the ground. I was like, what the fuck just happened? So it just has this weird, like, little nuances of... Uh, a little bit of realism with mixture of innocence. Right. It doesn't so, take itself too serious. Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah, it was, just, it was kind of just quirky like that. And his art style is pretty good. I mean, it has almost like a little bit of a, a dated look to it, and I think that's intentional. But I just I, I really enjoyed it. No, it looks so, cool. Yeah. And they're working on the second issue. Um, they had some short stories in the background, which were okay. I didn't really care for them. These things, the little... Yeah, that's like the promo for issue two, um, but it's similar to stuff like that. Kevin's looking at the card. I should probably say that for people that can't give me look a at die. Them. Oh, I get it because they're cheerleaders and they're probably going to whoop ass on her. Possibly. That's what it looks like. I take it the girl with the mask is our hero. Yes. And that's featuring little Tuffy and the Tough Girls. Yeah, that was one of the backup features too. And the, a different, in the back. different story of that as well. Huh. No, it looks uh, it looks pretty interesting. Yeah, it was just it was just really kind of amusing and fun, and that guy passing out from blood loss and you know pain and shock was uh, just a, it really rang was, true for you. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was just like, this is what happened. This is cool. So hopefully they you know produce them on a, a somewhat regular basis. And I thought that was really cool that they just they love comic books, so they just you know they did one, and they know they're not going to just take over the industry or whatever because they're their normal jobs at uh, Cartoon Network. So. Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be nice, yeah. How do you get it? How do you think you get a gig like that? <sighs> Probably art school for several years. And just then... do an internship and just hang out yeah, until they finally give you a show. You're on uh, fucking Douchebag and Friends. Get on over there. Dude, is that the show? Then we're going to have a real hard time marketing this. <laughs> I should care as long as my checks don't bounce. I should have got that job at the hub. <laughs> <laughs> You do not want a job at the hub. They only have like three original shows or some shit. Yeah, but it's going to take off. But it's only been around not even what, I don't two know, years. That MetLife commercial had more uh, <laughs> cartoons in it. It had all the of them in there. It did. It had every Voltron. cartoon ever to grace the television. Voltron. All right. It looked like anything Hanna Barbera and Cartoon Network, which I guess is owned by Cartoon Network. So yeah, it's yeah, probably one of the same. That was redundant. So that's what I read. Those are the books I got. I got a few others that maybe I'll talk about or you'll just have to see them in the reviews because I'm pretty sure no one wants to hear about WonderCon books fucking three weeks after it's over. But. Well, no, I think, well, sometimes that's the only time you can really get a hold of them. Yeah. Or you can get them physically, I should say. I mean, without, you know, going to their website or going through a digital um, outlet or whatever. Yeah. But I think people kind of appreciate that. I mean,. If you're listening to us ramble, then you probably know that that's where we kind of focus right. a lot of our energy on. Yeah. Um, we don't have anything against the other two, but sometimes it's just boring, and it's uh, it's fun to read the fun to read the Unstoppable Tough Girls and whatever six whatever the, the <laughs> time crisis whatever, and time crisis for, forever shit. be known as in Kevin's yeah. mind. Sorry, guys, you fucked up. Should have named it Time Crisis. They're gonna be like, dude, it had nothing to do with our story. But you're right. We're going to change it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> so, but no, I definitely do like to focus. And that's why I love going to the cons now. Before, it would be for the Marvel DC news. We didn't really know any better. Yeah. Like, and- but I found so many good books and that I look forward to. I mean, 
Triggerman, um, Pink Power, Zombie Tramp. There's these books that like I follow now, and even though they take a while to come out, I Red look 10. forward to them. Sorry, throw that the Red there. Ten, which is really good. I got I've read it's pretty cool. Caught right? up on it finally. It's pretty so. cool. Yeah, and and that's the thing. It's like if you like comic books, of course you go to the staples. But then, you know, after a while, you just say, "Hey, I wonder what else is out there." And you dig and you dig, and you're like, "Oh shit, I found blank, and this yeah. is cool." I wonder if anybody else is thinking it's cool along with me. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah, there's people out there that they're uh, they're picking out which button down. Yeah, and then hopefully with um, you know us talking about it, it creates an interest, and people will go to their sites and either buy it or express interest in buying it and it gives them a boost and and you know like oh, okay we need to you know do another print or we yeah. need to get this out there digitally so people can buy it and and that that's only and you know i think good for the business and you know maybe you, you'll get another comic book that comes out that's willing to take that chance or willing, you know what yeah these guys did it maybe i can do it or maybe i can network and get an issue two or oh they did really well and i'm on issue five you know because it's kind of expensive to do it so yeah, well, I, I will say that if you are an independent creator, and especially if you're one I've talked about and you don't have your stuff digitally, approach graphically. They are just opening the floodgates and making it so easy for people to put their comics out there digitally. Yeah. And, um, I mean, a book I've covered a lot and talked about is Dead Horse, and they got picked up by 215 Inc., um, which is an independent comic company. And so now they're releasing all their books in print, and they're there it is, you know. And before it was only available digitally. So if you have these books, and because we have a lot of people, I've been you know kind of looking at. We have a lot mm-hmm. of people that are overseas listening to us, reading the site, yeah. And they're not going to just be able to get these books unless you sell them right online, or, yeah. Um, but if you do it digitally, you're opening yourself up to like a you know you get a, a whole different fan base that you didn't know existed exactly. And so it, it the might interest suck. is there, and they can't always go to these cons. Exactly, and it might suck in the beginning, and but I think in the long run it'd be worth it. Yeah. Um, again, uh, speaking of, I don't even know if it's a little book anymore. I talk about it so much, and we kind of gush over it so much on the site that it just feels like a major book, and that's Luther Strode. <laughs> yeah, that's a that book. Whoops, this was amazing. Thanks. Now, I think it's done. It's beating its sales each issue really if i'm not mistaken and yeah i just remember when we first talked about that book everyone was kind of like what the fuck is this book and now yeah like everyone knows about luther strode it's yeah it's a cool not i'm not no way taking responsibility for no no i mean it's it's, Uh, it did its own work to get there but it's just it's it's a strange uh it's just strange that we you know we were talking about it and it just kind of kept getting bigger and bigger which is, uh, I think it's well-deserved. It's uh, probably, I mean, I'm not going to say it's book of the year because you'll see that coming. I'm like, oh, hey, so I'm going to try to keep you something different. Um, but it was probably, it's been a while since I've, I mean, there's been a couple of books out there, of course, but that I was stoked to actually be like, oh, man, this book better come out on time. Oh, I know it's been done. Ha, ha, ha. And when I read it, I was like, ah, oh, that was cool. Ah, oh, that was cool. Ah, oh, that was cool. You know what I mean? I just never read it. It was like, eh. Yeah. I never like it. Never felt dialed in, and maybe just because it was only in six. But well, it didn't have those peaks and valleys that some books mm-hmm. do, where you're like, "Oh, I see. Yeah, we gotta get through this shit so we can get back to the good shit." It was just a tight this story. Was, yeah, it was just a super tight story, and just just left you on that mountaintop. Yeah, it didn't have. To, it almost like it didn't have time to really fuck around. Yeah. 
So I can, I can agree with that. That is <laughs> just zero shit was given. It was like, nope, don't yeah. have time for that. This is my party. I'm going to try if I want to. <laughs> so obviously we're referring to the sixth issue that just concluded the first series uh, last week. Um, y- yeah. I don't know. Is, is Can you talk about it now? I mean, people probably already read it that wanted to read it. I think as long as we don't really say the entire ending, but there's a lot that happens in that book that I, I don't think would be a spoiler at all that we could talk about. I don't think you really can... I don't know. I just kind of... I mean, your review kind of gave away one of the the bigger spoilers. I don't think so. Which one? Pete dead? Did crucified you, on the, the kitchen what the Did you read five? Nobody's coming back know, from that, comic book-wise or other. Unless this <laughs> motherfucker jumps down and be like, I had a healing factor. Snick, snick, didn't know that, did you? I mean... My suck factor was so high, I could survive anything. Yeah, he didn't pull you how long. He was the sucky character. just like, ah. He wasn't that terrible. Like, I didn't read his dialogue and go, I fucking hate this guy. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't, like, go, oh, I love Pete. He should be in more scenes. Well, he, it made me go, you know, I really fucking hated that Pete guy in Smallville, too. He always just showed up and annoyed me, too. He's just fucking annoying. What? <laughs> I hope your name's not Pete out there, because he's going to just equate that to Smallville and hate you instantly. <laughs> Only if you're a fictional character. Dude, he wasn't really even in Smallville that much. I know too much for your likings, and I get it. I think he has been used better, but anyways... But, uh, yeah, yeah, dude, I mean... Well, okay, spoilers. If you haven't read The Strange Talent of Luther Strode... Number six? One through six, you should probably... You should probably already read it. go do that and not be an asshole and then... I won't, I won't call you a name like this. <laughs> <laughs> You're not really an asshole, but you should check it out. Um, it's cool. It's a cool book. They, uh, basically it's the brawl for it all between Librarian and Luther... And uh, it's ultra violence done. It's cool. Right. Like what I really liked it was not so much the violence, was the snippets that he gave of more history to that world. Yeah. Like anytime he said something, like to um, Luther's mother, I was just like, oh, finish that sentence. Finish. It. Shit, here comes the fight. Because uh, I wanted to almost hear him just kind of do his little evil guy monologue. And just kind of just give me more and more. And but I, like, I kind of think that was the smart choice. Well, to I do. know why yeah. he did it, but yeah. that's why it was so good. Like I, I mean, it's yeah, you got invested, of course. Like it, because I think what is it? Issue four, I still think is the best issue in the whole series because it is like this is kind of what we're working with. That's just a little mm-hmm. bit to get you kind of going. Oh, I see. Where it almost explains everything, but just enough, but not enough where you're like call bullshit on it you know what i mean where it just gives you enough to enjoy it more and then it kind of rekindled that same thing where i was like oh keep talking keep talking i want to i want to see how big this gets there's a president involved there's a president you know what i mean (laughs) like i just wanted i wanted to know more but and then they fight and that's cool it was a great fight yeah i mean it was cool it was just a cool fight like (laughs) he uses his own intestines to choke this motherfucker out yeah that is awesome. That's real. I've never seen that in any other comic book. That's I can real. honestly say that. So, and it, but it wasn't just like, oh, that's disgusting. It was still, it looked cool. You're like, oh, those are intestines, but he's totally choking that guy out with a yep. the librarian. Chitlins. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked the um, the reference of if Kane had shown up, then yeah, it'd be like, there's you just released an A bomb in a fucking city. 
because it reminds me, you know, if you remember previously, it showed all those people wrapped up, and mm-hmm. you're like, well, those must be the other, the other champions of Kane, essentially, yeah. and Kane himself. So now that the librarian's dead, where does that go to? What's going are on those here? guys going to get free? Yeah, like what and, was, was there more to his role, basically? Yeah, than almost like than just recruiting. Then yeah, then a recruit. Yeah, exactly. Then a recruiter. He's also keeper of the peace and what 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 are we gonna get with the legend of luther i don't know i guess i just have to tune in to find out yeah i'm looking forward to it yeah i I can honestly say i am unless they just totally he just gets rich and sells it all (laughs) and some other (laughs) asshole writes it some other douchebags draw and i believe they're already working on it from what i understand what they've told us on on twitter and stuff they they like to drop little tidbits every time we uh, give them a review so that's cool okay, i appreciate you. that guys so yeah i mean you could tell us just to go eat penises you're not getting anything <laughs> like, oh really so, was... yeah they always really thank us for our support and it's kind of like well yeah thank you for putting out a book that we can't shut the fuck up about that rips yeah it's it's a good book it's fun it's it's the most fun you'll have reading a comic book i yeah. think well and the thing i love about it is that yeah it's action-packed and it's over-the-top violence but the actual story itself and the characters themselves are still really good and really right. just like I don't know believable and, and relatable at times and even though you're like well I've never been in this situation I can just understand the emotion that this character is having yeah they put that I mean in the beginning they were like I said they were, in one of the reviews they, were, they, they lost that stereotype and they actually became characters yeah. instead of like I'm the gothy alternate chick who doesn't take any shit life's hard on me you know what I mean she'd lost that and actually grew into being a character same with Pete a little bit and Luther you know what I mean they kind of well, basically totally. started playing roles but shit there's only six issues and a lot of them were wicked fights <laughs> yeah so, again. and well and and about that and about the stereotypes I think they were so easy to drop because I do think that especially they're high schoolers and high schoolers mm-hmm. are always trying to play a role or right. put on a persona but then when you you throw them in the shit they drop all that and yeah. the, it was very you know realistic when you know she stopped being the like the quote-unquote goth chick or whatever and just became like just the the tough chick that she had been right. due to her upbringing and the way her father treated her he gave her thunder kisses with his <laughs> fist <laughs> pappy's gonna give you a kiss yeah yeah <laughs> that's not funny you shouldn't hit children, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> There's the thunder kisses in the, in the Kevin's trademark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what Dad says when he got loads of five-knuckle discount on your face. <laughs> Why are these discounted, Dad? Because I'm all out of love. Because you're family, bitch. I look out for family. <laughs> I go charge you full price. <laughs> Can't so, wait till that book goes and trade paperback. Then you can sit down and just... Yeah, the cover's badass, too. No, oh, I think I'm gonna say it sucked. I'm like, damn it, really? No, it's just I, you've probably seen it. It's just the red cover. Oh, okay. With the fists all muscled out, <laughs> the and they're like, yeah, they're fucking blood red fists, and the rest of the cover's red. <laughs> I was like, that's a good cover. It's pretty fucking metal. That's uh, put that on a shirt. And I, where are the Luther Strode shirts, where guys? Get on this. Yeah. I, I'm seriously every single one of those covers. This is what you a, do. A you shirt. take Luther punching whoever. I don't care. Maybe like through the skull. Thunder kisses under the bottom. Go ahead and do it. I'll take it. Go firm, ahead, Kevin's letting you have it. Firm handshake. Thank you, Kevin. I'm like, no sweat. Thunder yeah. kisses it is. The um, 
for the group review I posted, I, I it said that it was a second printing cover. I don't know if they did two covers for the second printing because oh, I could have swore that that was more of the third printing. Um, but yeah, it's where he's all like kind of it's the weak mm-hmm. Luther, but he still has like the blood on his knuckles. Right, right. And I was like, that is cool as hell. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of potentials for that universe. Yeah, for that universe, for marketing for that universe, and I'm telling his shirts that'd be sick yeah. as shit. And I think that's where, if Image wants to step up its game, it needs to go into marketing. Yeah. Hands down. I look what it's done for The Walking Dead. Walking Dead board game and shit. Mm-hmm. The, just, just t-shirts right there gets your brand out there a lot more. Yeah. And then characters like Spawn that have been around for 20 years, I hardly ever see a Spawn shirt. Well, he has that logo, ever. the shield crest shirt. I've seen that, every, or a patch. I see really faded 90s t-shirts of that I, I haven't seen a new one slapped on it and with all his financial crisis you think that motherfucker would be going to the printing press McFarlane got a financial crisis yeah he lost all that money to uh, Neil Gaiman over the creation of Hellspawn or of uh, Angelina or whatever and um what is it, a Dark Ages Spawn or some shit like that really yeah like 3.8 mil or some shit <laughs> yeah guess you shouldn't have bought that baseball <laughs> <laughs> that, he, that he donated back to them. So stupid. Yeah, I would have been like, uh, give us this amount of money so we can put your name on it. Prior for my dead cold fucking hands. That's yeah. what I would have, I would have said. I'm like, if I bought that baseball, I would have fucking kept that baseball. I would have too. drew a little stick figure of one putting his stick finger at Wiener and the other one's butt. And been like, you, me, and then chances of you getting this ball back. And just then ruin that fucking ball. I sure as hell did. They were like, dude, I thought you were an artist. Could you draw a better fuck? Fuck you. It's on a baseball. Do you know how hard it is to draw on a baseball? What do you think the signatures look like? Shit. I guess it's you leather. Just... Do you do you understand what a baseball? You know, I guess you could just, just hit someone with it. He's like, now it's got blood on it. Thanks a lot. That's not going to come off. <laughs> yeah, I, I already could have just you know said no or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, McFarland's got financial woes that's why he's pushing that spawn pony back up the hill he's like come on <laughs> yeah should you should have shot me a while ago should have would have could have no i made you white that's what everyone wanted mm-hmm. I'm a, ah. and he was like and i'm gonna do a 227 remake making all the girls white <laughs> the pony's like what <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna play jack a he's like get the fuck up the hill get up why are you talking so much all he's been doing is eat pizza for 20 years, you fucking pony. Why do you watch so much TV, Lad? <laughs> I don't know why we're on this. People are going to have to whatever. Google that joke. That had, that was just weird. <laughs> All right, hold on. What's 227? Jack A. She sounds sassy. <laughs> Let me hear a sound clip. All right, I like just, this. It's just like a soundboard it. of Jack A. <laughs> like, this is, who made this? Someone with a lot of time on their hands. Thank them. Uh, I'm not going to sign in and do a comment, though, but I thank them. Stupid Kevin and his stupid 227 joke. Now I'm addicted to the show. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shirt. The, Made it myself. I had to. Cafe Press. The only people that fucking pick it up. <laughs> Got these motherfuckers on the DVD. Nobody will do Blu-ray. No one will touch it. No one will touch it on Blu-ray. They won't touch it on Blu-ray because the quality is shit-tacular. 
Wasn't that from like the Cosby Show spinoff or like the same company? That <laughs> I did don't it? know, dude. Who knows, man? Who I don't knows know what spun off from what. <laughs> it just basically what this joke is going to boil down to is your brain remembers stupid shit. <laughs> like, you look at that, you flipping through the channels, you, you wonder yourself. You're like, what the hell is a two two seven? You watch a couple episodes. Regret and remorse, that's all. And then you just have to force that upon other people. And that's what this 227 joke has done. It only had two seasons. <laughs> two seasons, dude. That's only two box sets you got to hunt down. Um, I'm not seeing that it's spun off from anything. Oh, no, 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 no. No, never mind. What uh, is Jack Hay in it? You know, we are doing their work for them. Well, you know, I just, it's, I planted the seed, and they're probably just like, you know what? Bring up 227 again and shut this fucking podcast off. Well, they have her Jack Hay Harry. That's fine. I don't really know her personal details, but <laughs> that was a joke. Damn it. All right. Oh, I know her. <laughs> Everyone knows Jack Hay. Sister, sister. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. I, I don't really watch these shows, but now everyone's going to think I do. <laughs> Whatever. It's too late. You know, he totally does. Um, that's it. Luther Strode. That's my uh, shoe-in of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so are we going to fix some characters now? Yeah. Um, let's, just, let's just fix the Red Lanterns. I don't know if we have enough time to fix everything we'll else fix, today. We'll talk about the Red Lanterns because um, I remember when I was reading that whole Green Lantern hubbub with the War of the Lanterns and just you were just like these rage dudes were sweet atrocities that's a sick ass name this dude's nothing but business he's kicking ass he's raging Daxstar he's a cat he has a stupid origin whatever I'm sorry that was stupid the cat that just and really the abused cat you know, yeah like I mean hey. and everyone was just so stoked on him because he was a cat spitting blood Dude, Dustin's cats do that all the time. They spit up blood. <laughs> They're not raging. <laughs> They're, not They're dying. They up. Yeah, I don't really care for cats spitting up anything. <laughs> that shit hits a little too close to home. Yeah, Space I see that not. and I'm like, who's cleaning that up? It just floats. Turning in. the page so it's not me. It just floats in space. I'm like, Ugh. Gross. Um, so, I mean, Red Lanterns. New 52 got their own book. Yeah, they got their own book. It was talked about before the New 52, and everyone was like, where's this fucking book? Where's this fucking book? Where is it? But yeah, when the Red Lantern showed up, it's like you said, it was impactful. You were like, oh, fuck. And they mm-hmm. were this wild card because Atrocitus was the only one that had any sort of coherent intelligence. <laughs> everyone else was just almost just killing machines. Yeah, they yeah. would just fucking kill, and that's it. And they only listened to him if he was like... Knock the fuck off. They'd be like, ah. It was almost like a prison system where he was, you know, cock of the walk, and he's, you know, I kill, I give you the thumbs up, thumbs down. And uh, so with this book, yeah, that series, there's there's no impact. It's pretty boring. It sucks. Yeah. I've honestly stopped reading it after issue five. I'm not going to pull the punches. They were one of my favorite uh, corpse, and now it sucks a lot. It's just like, you should have been, you you were the only one that got your own fucking book. Yeah. I mean, the other ones I don't even count, because that's like a, 
hodgepodge of everyone. And Green Lantern, of course, fucking Green Lantern's getting this Well, book. Green Lantern's always going to be Green Lantern of and, course. and uh, Sinestro Corps. It's always going to be that way because that's where the, all the main conflict yeah. comes from. Those are your price So you're, never, you're not going to get Sinestro its own book because it's not going to be interesting without Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe that's why the Red Lanterns aren't interesting. He doesn't have a yin to his yang. Possibly. I mean, he doesn't, like, the best thing, and um, I said this once a long time ago, is you're only, if you're a superhero, you're only as good as your bad guy. That's why Batman and Joker are just phenomenal. Um, Maybe Atrocitus needs his bad guy or his good guy or whatever the fuck you're trying to do with him. That's the thing is they're trying to make that conflict come from within the core of... um... I forget her fucking name. The the only chick in the fucking with the group. wings. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. her name. I can't remember her name right now either. Crazy space names. Yeah, but it's obvious <laughs> that <laughs> what <laughs> I have no idea what he's laughing at right now. Maybe after he stops, he'll tell us. Hey, uh, <laughs> did you hear about Margaret? Oh yeah, dude. She's uh. She just had her baby. What's her baby's name? That's a fucking crazy space name. <laughs> I can't take it out of context like that. It's pretty it's a, funny. It's a trusted spire. Something to do with the cosmos. <laughs> sure it's not a hippie name? Space name. Space. Totally space name. She's into that space rock, that Mars Volta shit. Or just plays <laughs> on and on. You're like, how long is this song? 62 minutes? Uh, jam rock <laughs> space rock so yeah I get space names are hard to remember <laughs> uh, oh god alright now that I'm done look like an asshole no no I just you, you're right I don't know her dumbass name either um, it's not it's cause she's not a good character she's not a good character and it's clear that they it's very apparent to me that DC told Peter Milligan, you're using the female chick because we're putting Ed Bennis on this fucking book and he draws a beautiful lady. Right. Um, <laughs> beautiful space lady. Beautiful space I don't mean fucking Barbarella. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I don't know what this is. Let's I work her understand in. This. What the fuck was her name? What is her name? I didn't get any information. I know it's not Barbarella, though, because he got real upset. Yeah. <laughs> He looked just as pissed off about Barbarella as when we said space. I thought Soderbergh was going to remake Barbarella. Why would his boring ass remake Barbarella? <laughs> <laughs> Do we work here still? <laughs> um, <laughs> Red Lanterns. <laughs> They're trying to make the conflict come from her, where he gave her back her intelligence, and now there's this fear that she's splitting. The faction, the, the fractions of the the Red Lantern corpse, and um, I don't know. And Atrocitus just like goes to different planets, and just kicks it. Yeah, <laughs> he's just doing writes his shit. dear Abby column and then calls it good. Like he's giving vengeance to people, and I just and you know what? We I could be totally care. wrong. I mean, maybe we're just you know. I don't think we are digesting this incorrectly. I haven't found one person that's been like, oh, no, it's really interesting. Yeah. Everyone has been said the same thing to me. It's disappointing. It's disappointing. It's really slow, and it's kind of boring. They don't do anything. Yeah, and the whole angle of we got to get a, the first human Red Lantern. Who gives a shit? I'm like, that's not the problem this book has right now. Yeah, you're gonna it's give holding a... my interest. That's your problem. Yeah. And adding some human douchebag and giving intelligence back to your your members 
It's like he should just be raining down vengeance on entire planets and always kind of running from Johnny Law, aka the Green Lanterns. Like that would have been way more interesting. You just be like, oh, and, you know, you always right. have the, like the Green Lanterns kind of show up and they're like, oh, we found the next, or, we found the next victim, and you just see a planet that's just all blood red. Yeah, if you want to give him that or give him someone he's crossing his, you know, his past. And make that his bad guy or his nemesis because he's kind of like an anti-hero in his own right, kind of. But yeah. when I read him in the book, he's real pussy in this book. You're just like, dude. Yeah, that's the other thing. He doesn't act like... Stop trying to philosophize with everything and yeah. and try, just fucking whoop some ass. You're here to whoop ass, not try to go, well, he's just Dr. Phil and his whole team and no one gives a shit. Well, and the, um, I mean, the big thing is they keep fro- focusing on Krona. And how his vengeance on Krona was stolen from him. But that didn't change the fact that the rest of the Guardians were equally as responsible as Krona's actions. And he just doesn't seem to give a fuck about the rest of the Guardians. Yeah, isn't Krona, like, sleeping there did, in, like, He's that stasis? He's and, like, yeah. mummified, and then someone stole the body. And, Who cares? And I was like, good, because I got tired of you talking to this shit. This is boring. Yeah, talk dude. too much. And, like, oh, hey, I didn't see this coming the first time you talked to him. Because... You're talking to a dead body. Of course, someone's going to just follow you randomly. Right like, what's he talking about? Like, fuck that. I'm going to get this little dead little dude <laughs> out of here. It. I'm going to steal it. I'm going to put it in a little high chair. It'll be fun. I'll feed it some food, and, you know, we'll go from there. I'm going to just fill his mouth with cottage cheese. So when people go to talk to him, it just falls out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least it would be cool if he was just on a quest to resurrect that dude so he could kill him. That, that or what I'm thinking is he just starts slicing out his, uh, his section of the galaxy. Yeah. He's like, the Green Lantern Corps has failed. The Guardians have failed. I will make sure what happened to my planet will never happen to Dude, any other planet. Make them good cop, bad cops. And he just goes to a different planet. He's like, you're under our authority now. Hands down. And then when the Green Lanterns show up, they whoop their ass. And like, you better go home because this shit's going to get raw yeah. if you stick around. Because this planet's under our protection. Dude, then the plants could be like, well, I'm following these rage guys because... On our planet, we had all this turmoil and exactly. bullshit, and they came in and they fucking kicked everything's ass. And then you start fracturing the galaxy because then other, you know, little the other colors are going to start there. doing their own thing too. They're going to carve out their their section. I'm getting worried about Atrocitus. He's sitting there taking over the whole galaxy while the two Green Lanterns are playing bull. <laughs> Grab a dick. <laughs> Grab a dick. <laughs> I got yours. Got gotten it. I got yours. Grab a dick. You need to be to make that ring for you. So you're going to zoom, zoom around the planet. <laughs> I mean, and then if you want to get cutesy about it, you still have the color spectrum. Mm-hmm. And you start seeing that they're just carving out their section based on where they are on the color wheel. And then shit's going to get real. Yeah. And then you have a bigger war. And instead where... of having a war, you just have like, like, listen, shit's getting crazy. Everybody meets in a battle royal gladiator fight to the death. No rings. I just want to go in yeah. there. The thunder kisses. And it's, <laughs> and it's on Oa. Yeah. I mean, or do something with Oa where, you know, like, it, cause I, I'm, lo- I'm loving this idea of carving out the galaxy now mm-hmm. because Oa is supposed to be the center of the universe. Right. What if Oa wasn't the center of the universe? Snap dog. What are you going to do and now? And this breaks Oa and you find the true center. You know, you just uh, shit like that. It, I don't know. There's so much potential, especially the Red Lanterns were the catalyst of the Blackest Night. They really were. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, Jeff Johns did so much with them through everything. And that's another thing that hurts. You're just like, man, these guys, he just put them in a good position, and this is what he, you do? He gift wrapped it to yeah, you. Yeah, don't fuck this up. But what'd you like, do? 
You threw it down the stairs. I'm going to talk a lot. Did you read the ending of Human Target when I brought that back on Vertigo? Uh, the first 20 issues were pretty good, but then I just kind of started talking yeah. a lot, and then you were just like, ah, I'm done with this book. Fox picks it up for a TV show. and I, I was like, yeah, they didn't use any of my material. <laughs> and I didn't watch it either, so it got canceled. <laughs> I'm surprised I made it to a second season to get canceled. Jesus, I was like, you should have canceled this after the second episode. Just the second. And that's just because you had doubts after the first one. Yeah. That was terrible. That, there's so much that... And that's the thing. It's like, you're in space. You can do almost anything and yeah, not they really They keep be, going back to Earth. You don't have to really be... There's almost no rules in space. You don't have to be accountable for shit. You got to worry yeah. about some sort of like you know continuity over here. That they're just gonna fuck up anyway. <laughs> so yeah. You can either cherry pick from that or just create your own, you know, sandbox. And that, DC, shake this fucking red lantern tree or turn it the fuck off or get me and fucking yeah, Dustin you're... on it and we'll save your fucking book. It'll be your number one book because we'll make this Seriously. shit rip. And just, God. Yeah, because right now they're not doing anything. There's no conflict for them to solve other than this internal conflict, which isn't interesting because you created an internal conflict by giving everyone their intelligence back. So you shouldn't have done that. I, and I the whole reason it's coming about is because you're just staying around on this planet. Well, of course you're going to have mutiny. <laughs> grab a dick. Grab a dick. Oh, she ain't got one. Grab a dick. Grab a dick. I grab some. No. High five. No? That one? High My five. hands are dirty. That's the thing. It's like if I was on that book, I'd fix that conscious shit. I'd be like, well, I got rid of that because what? It was only short term. That's what it was. Fuck. It took like three issues for some. I would turn it off in the first three panels. <laughs> turn it back off. I'm going to put you back in the river and pull you right back out. Yeah, we'd be like, guess what? You're not going to remember any of this and you're just going to be raging Cajun that, all night long. That blood pool shit, it was from L.A. city water and that's bad for you. <laughs> it didn't keep this. Basically, you're crazy again. What I'm trying to say is, there's a lot of pollutants in the water. We all want to save the bay, but we can't do it. So I'm just gonna make y'all retarded assholes again. Yeah, easily. And then, but you're gonna kill everything in sight. And it's gonna be sweet. And then you just do like a, a strike team, where there's you only fuck with the five of them or something. So you don't have to confuse. Yeah, it's kind everyone. of what they're trying to do, but it's like I don't know. There's so much potential. That's, that's what if, kind if of, they just even steal my idea, they'd, just, they'd fuck it up because they can't. They won't be able to see it to the end. Yeah. Not the way I have it in my head. It'd be epic. Like, people would be shitting their pants for Green Lantern again, like that whole series, that whole universe. And right now, Green Lantern as a whole has gone back to just being like, oh, Green Lantern's okay. And everything else is just interesting. You know, it's just yeah. like, oh, it's got some moments. Oh. Or it's like they tried to ride the wave off of the... Pretty much it was Blackest Night. I thought Brightest Day was a turd burglar. Brightest Day was terrible. And yeah. then the War of the Green Lanterns was okay, but it just kind of fizzled at the end because it had to stop, had essentially. To wrap the fuck up. It had to wrap up because of what was going on for us at the DCU. So, yeah, you, you get kind of jilted, but I don't know, man. Just write letters to DC. Say, I know two assholes I can fix this book lickety-quick. Talk about a color wheel, and I was sold. I was sold. I heard Battle Royal, Thunder Kisses. Shoot. <laughs> I, need to, <laughs> I need to see this yesterday. I don't know. So that's a, that, that was a, that was a shout out. That was someone that wanted us to, friend Matt wanted us to fix Redland. We fixed it, dude. We fixed it. Hope you like it. And it'll never happen, so enjoy. The It will never happen unless we do. If I just pick up my phone one day, I won't because it's a shitty iPhone. I won't know if it's ringing. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, yeah, we'll we, we'll make it happen. We promise if we get the job. Seriously, but I don't know. Maybe uh, if you guys got suggestions, you can Facebook it, Google Plus it, Twitter it to us. Yeah, like what character do you want us to fix next? What month? do you want? Yeah, it's not. I mean, this isn't a witch hunt on DC. This just happened to be Batman was first on a whim. Yeah, and then uh, you know, Red Lanterns was more of a a request. So, did our perspective will maybe make you go, hmm, hmm? Yeah, I mean, personally, I'd like to tackle ones like Spawn or the X Men, but I know that you don't really read a lot of those, so it'd kind of be. I don't want it. Yeah, we don't want it to be a one sided conversation. So you know, just I throw could, stuff out, and we'll see what happens and stuff. I could probably fudge some X Men. I know some. I know some. X-Men I think X Men you could you would do okay. Spawn. Yeah. Uh, I read it like when it first came out. Like I was like, oh, like maybe the first. I might just have to write that one. Fifty. Yeah. I don't know. Spawn. Just. I just my brain always drifts to the movie. And I was like, what the fuck? I remember that scene where he was on the uh, the ledge of the building and he made the cape look like the brick. Mm-hmm. And then the light went away. And then when the light came back, oh, found him. He was just pretending to be fucking bricks. I was like, what the fuck? It only lasts for two seconds. Worst camouflage ever. Yeah, I just like, get off the building. Wait, yeah, I was like, why don't you just jump down and kill some people? Do that. Why don't you not suck right now? Yeah. Throw those chains down to break yeah, that throw light. Throw chains down. Apparently buddy. breaks your camouflage. I don't know that that movie had a lot of problems, but that's what my mind always drifts to, and I wish it wouldn't. Uh, it sucks, dude. That's the curse of that damn movie. Not a terrible movie, but not. Don't watch it again. Yeah, you can never go back. I remember watching that shit in that theater, going, "Hmm, this seems suspiciously bad," but I'm too dumb right now to know. And then I think it was Just so uh, happy for a Spawn movie because he's cool. Who's the guy who played Spawn? I forget his name. Jill White? In, yeah. And then he, he can throw that, down uh, in real life, dude. He I know. Well, and then he was in that Universal Soldier remake. Or not remake, the like, second or third one. Spin-off type or, of thing. I think it was technically the fourth one, actually. I don't know. I, I but can't, uh, I he can't. did okay in that, too. And I was like, God, you got a great fucking voice. You should just... He just said Urkel. Voice? I said Urkel? You just said Urkel. Jaleel White. Isn't Michael Jai White? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Michael Jaleel White? He could throw White? I don't know. One of those two dudes are diesel as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, that's enough of us. Yeah. I think, uh, I think on a horrible miscasting note. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, Urkel's been doing some independent stuff. I saw that when I was in a movie theater. But is he a diesel? On the 20. No, he's not diesel. Well, then I'm not interested. Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. Aaron, don't bring up stuff that we don't watch make sure you i get <laughs> um wow now i feel bad did i say michael jill white is that his name well their names are similar someone needs they need to fight for that name <laughs> white is the last name i don't know we'll go I, with i've that. seen him in a bunch of other action Mister. movies is what i was going to get at before and uh he's a pretty good at the martial arts that's cool i think he's in a movie called bone not the, it's an action movie where he's out of prison and he fights in these street fights. Hmm. It was okay. All right. Maybe play it on the background while you're doing something else. And on that note, you've probably been playing this in the background while you're doing <laughs> something else. It's Comic Bastards. It's another fucking podcast. This is Kevin. This is Dustin. You've been a really rad for listening. We'll see you next time. Meredith. Yes, Reginald. 
Why must that sound mother of yours continue to wear short dresses that accent her plump, disgusting ankles? Would you prefer she wear culottes, Reginald? Culottes, bah! <laughs> Officer Dandelion. Uh, it's actually Daniel Daylions. Daylions, bah! Listen, I've had several reports of you whipping your son, Chippethy. Excessively. But officer, it's not, it's not his fault. He reads the comic books day and night, night and day, day and night, month after month. It can't be stopped. Meredith, your obsession with the calendar. Oh, we do not air our dirty laundry out to Johnny Law. So what's it going to be, Johnny Law? You going to shoot me in the face and plant narcotics on her? Listen. I know what you're going through. Ah. <sighs> That your son, he's a comic bastard. <gasps> Whose words in this house, man? You got her so worked up, I'm gonna have to choke her to sleep. Choke her to sleep like I do every other night. My hands. Meredith, men are talking. You, oh, isn't there a sandwich you should be making? Ah, Johnny Law, why do you come and piss on my front doorstep? Chippethy! I can look away. Ma'am, I'm gonna need that sandwich to go. Is, is spicy mustard okay, uh, officer? Of course it's okay. He's a man. Finally, <laughs> uh, what uh, bread do you have? This isn't a bakery, you dick. <laughs> <laughs>